As a podcast host, if you want to get something personal from your guest, then it helps a lot if you share something very personal first. It builds trust. It shows the type of person you are and shows your humility. You're listening to Recorded Content, a podcast for small, scrappy B2B marketing teams who want to get the most out of podcasting. In each episode, we capture stories from industry experts and podcasters. Listen in and uncover what it takes to launch, run, and grow a successful B2B podcast. Check out and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Let's jump in. Hey, I'm Tristan. I'm the co-founder of Motion and your host for this episode of Recorded Content. The show is brought to you by my company, Motion. We are a done-for-you podcast agency for small, scrappy B2B tech marketers. Now, as a podcaster, you probably have interviews as a part of your show. If you're producing a show for your company, one of the most common formats to start with is the standard host and guest format. This is where the host interviews a guest and goes on a journey to help the audience. But even though interviews may seem easy on the surface, there's a lot you can do as a podcast host to improve. And honestly, most podcast hosts don't take the time to get better. I believe it's important to study the art of interviewing and to practice writing and asking interesting questions on your show. I feel that if you can ask more interesting questions and improve your skills as an interviewer, the podcast episodes you produce will be more helpful to your audience. But how can you improve the way you ask questions and conduct interviews? One of my favorite things to do is study how other people interview guests. And I like to go beyond just podcasters. I like to analyze talk show hosts, documentarians, and even comedians. In this episode, I'm going to analyze one of my favorite comedians, Anthony Jeselnik. If you're not familiar with Anthony, check him out on Netflix. He's got a few specials out there. And he also has a podcast he runs called The Jesselnik and Rosenthal Vanity Project. You can find out more by going to allthingscomedy.com. The interview we'll check out in a minute features three clips from a talk show on Comedy Central he hosted over a year ago called Good Talk. The show features Anthony's interviews with a few of his friends, who happen to also be some of the best comedians in the business. In each conversation, they discuss their careers, influences, and more. Now, I'm not going to analyze the overall conversation. Instead, I'm going to take a deeper look at three different interviewing techniques that really stood out to me. Each of these clips come from an interview between Anthony Cheslinick and comedian Kristen Shaw. The first clip we'll take a look at involves the type of question you'd never want to ask in a documentary-style interview. But for a podcast, there are parts of this interview question that, that we can learn from. Here's the clip. Agree or disagree, to be successful, comedy must always be pushing the envelope. See, I agree. How so? Oh, okay, I disagree. You do? <laughs> well, to be successful, the definition of what successful is is different for everybody. But clearly there's some sitcoms on right now that aren't pushing the envelope but are doing traditional things that really are tickled large audiences and will for years and years to come and some things don't change. There are two things to note from this interaction between Anthony and Kristen. The first thing to note is the use of an either-or question. Now, typically, these are really bad to use when filming a documentary, mostly because the interviewer is often not on camera, and so the viewer doesn't get to hear the question. 
So all you would hear is agree or disagree. In a podcast setting, I think an either or question can work, but I think there's one ingredient you need. It has to be polarizing, meaning it's more interesting if you have the guests take a stance. So the setup to the question must present two very different options. You can't let the guests just pick an answer in the middle. When Anthony asked this question, he said, comedy must always push the envelope. The key word here is always, and this forces the guest to pick a side. The second most important part of this clip is when Anthony asked the follow-up question, which was super short. He said, how so? A lot of times podcast hosts get caught up with long-winded questions, with a lot of layers. But sometimes the best question is the shortest question. In this case, Anthony entices Kristen to justify her stance. And with a short question, he puts her back in the driving seat. All right, so the next clip is interesting to me because it helps solve a problem a lot of hosts run into. Let's take a look. Agree or disagree, comedy always comes from a place of pain. Disagree. I disagree as well. I think some people, that's like their thing. But I think like, I like to think of it comes from a place of intelligence, you know? Me too. And you can, you can utilize other people's pain to make the joke more effective, but I don't need to be in pain to write a good joke. No, and also there's such a vast world of joke telling, right? So what did Anthony do that was so special? He provided his own perspective. One of the biggest challenges hosts run into is that they're not able to provide their own perspective on the show. This is actually one of the biggest complaints about a host and a guest episode format that we hear. The host gets caught in a situation where they're always asking questions and it becomes more of a transaction instead of a true conversation. If you pay attention to Anthony in this last clip, he actually asked the question and then answered the question first himself. And I thought this was interesting because it wasn't a response to the guest. Anthony instead offered up his perspective right away and shared some insights with the audience. So if you're a host and you feel like you're getting trapped, maybe answer your own question. Provide your perspective, and maybe give the guest the chance to react to that. Now, the last clip I have in this episode is really important. It's important to pay attention to what Anthony does next, because it can really take your interviews to a more personal level. Agree or disagree? You either kill or bomb your first time on stage with nothing in between. Agree. Yeah, I'd agree too. I, I mean, my first time on stage, I thought I killed. And then I went back and watched it years later and like almost had a panic attack watching myself because it was so bad. Uh-huh. What, what was your first time on stage like? Ooh, I, I, I was doing, well, like in New York, um, it was at an open mic. And I remember I was doing a crazy bit where I was probably pretending to perform a science experiment on a, a doll. And it was great. Sounds great. It was good. It was alternative. Sure. That's why I get the award. I have the props and I do the weird shit that I can't stop in the middle of my set and try out a different joke because these jokes aren't working. I am fucked for the whole performance. And that deserves an award. In this last clip, you got a chance to hear two really personal stories. We got a chance to understand how each of these comedians felt about their very first experience on stage. But why? Why in one minute did we get a chance to get this type of detail? The key reason 
who got both of their unique stories is because Anthony shared something personal first. As a podcast host, if you want to get something personal from your guest, then it helps a lot if you share something very personal first. It builds trust. It shows the type of person you are and shows your humility. If Anthony didn't share the way he bombed in his first time on stage, I'm not sure Kristen would have had been so honest either. So if you want your podcast guests to get more personal, try sharing something more personal as the host. And do this first. Show the guests the type of conversation you'd like to have. Now you can learn a lot of different interviewing techniques from watching shows on YouTube and even some of your favorite comedians. And that's something I try to do as a host and interviewer in general. I try to recognize different styles from other places beyond just podcasts. I try to see what works and why it works for a certain situation. So give it a try yourself. Take a close look at a conversation you enjoyed and then try to figure out why it works so well. All right. So that's all I have for this episode. Thanks for joining me on recorded content. I'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Recorded Content, a show brought to you by Motion, a done-for-you podcasting agency for B2B tech marketers. We do the podcast stuff so you can focus on strategy, building brand awareness, and developing new relationships. To learn more about how you can launch and grow a podcast for your company, check out motionagency.io. Thanks for listening to Recorded Content.